It's great to have you back for another episode of Sorry About Your Feelings. On today's episode, Leia and I decided to get together and talk about the intricacies of relationships. I'm sure you can imagine how well this goes, so enjoy. So recently, I've had a few people come out of the woodworks, like people that I've talked to, had relationships, or dated in the past. I mean, these are people that I haven't had, I haven't talked to in years. One of them I had recently had a conversation with a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. but one of them, it's been at least seven or eight years since I talked to them on any basis. Now, they came out of the woodworks because their relationships are falling apart. I'm probably going to say that might have something to do with COVID and they're spending a significant more amount of time with their significant (laughs) others. It, that could be it. I would um, love to see the divorce rates. There was, after there was well, you got to wait for the courts to open back yeah. up. Uh, but, but there was memes floating around, be like, just just wait for the the, the, the new divorces, and, and births and divorces. The, the new divorcees are going to be hitting the market very soon. <laughs> I mean, so the reason being, and both of them, both of them had, had similarities where their their husbands had cheated on them, okay. or were in the process of trying to cheat on. One of them was was basically found like paying prostitutes and what did him in is he gave his wife an std Ooh, boys 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 wrap your shit if you're gonna be shitty at least be smart and shitty now the question i have is (laughs) why do you think people cheat oh i know exactly why people cheat why people aren't honest about what they want that is very true that is one opinion well i so for me i think that this goes in lots of walks of life not just in your like dating, sexual relationship type things. But I think that most people are not honest with themselves first. And so if you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to be honest with another person. And that, I mean, you could also get it. There's so much to this. There's so much to this. Because then you get into like, oh, I was raised that you're supposed to get married and have 2.5 kids and go to college and get married at this point. Where the hell does that half kid come from? Is that the dog? I think it's the dog. Cats are a quarter, so you got to have two cats? Yeah, two cats. Okay. One dog, two cats gives you that 0.5. Yeah. (laughs) but you know the white picket fence and the two-car garage and the this job and you know but it's that leave it to beaver lifestyle right you're supposed to have this perfect little family and i think so many people are so worried about if they don't fit into that mold and it has changed a lot from when when we were kids to even now people get into things because of the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. and then they weren't honest about what they wanted and they don't know what they want or they do know what they want, but they don't, they're ashamed to tell somebody what they want. And then that's where you aren't getting what you need in your relationship and you go elsewhere for it. So one of the pieces that I advice I gave, gave one of them is remember the root of how somebody treats you is more of a reflection of how they view themselves than a value or a depiction of your worth. Does okay. that kind of sum up what you're saying? Like, in a way, it's like, I treat other people poorly because I view myself poorly. That's part of it. Yeah. So that's kind of what I came down to. Yeah. When I dissect that thought, there's two types of people that cheat. There's the people who cheat because they don't feel like they are capable of living up to what their significant other needs. Okay. They can't meet those needs. So they go for a temporary solution solution or okay. a temporary maybe it's because they they need that feeling of being wanted or it's an escape from feeling like they can't meet those needs mm-hmm. and then there's the other side which are the sociopaths who well, yeah, who are they think they're so fucking awesome that they're an asshole for not sharing every part of them with somebody else i don't know that that's technically 
sociopath. But yes. Maybe. Okay. What, what people, would the term? No, no, no. I'm just uh, saying, think, like, think, a sociopath doesn't love anyone. <laughs> so they don't. That's, you know. An except for true, themselves. Right. But a true sociopath, that wouldn't be their reason. Okay. For, so, but I see what you're saying. So rather the than a sociopath. But somebody, somebody, assholes, yeah, some, somebody who views themselves so highly that they feel the need to share themselves with other people. And then they can justify it with the relationship being like, well, you know, you're lucky to have me or whatever. <laughs> like, there are people, like, there are people <laughs> no, out there like that. That's so sad. Oh, yes, you are. You're not wrong, actually. So, for instance, my ex that I was with for a very, very long time was a cheater. And he didn't typically actually get to actual physically cheating before I caught him. I would catch him in the late night messaging stages, planning things. And yeah. actually, I don't know how many of them he would have actually gone through with. I think he was just, he wanted that attention. He wanted some, he wanted to feel special. Also, he was, uh, he had a drinking problem. So a lot of times it would be him up late drinking, me not drinking with him because I didn't want to support that behavior. Yeah, you didn't. And so I would not participate. And then he's sitting by himself and he's lonely and he's whatever, right? Yeah, you didn't feel like a random Wednesday was an appropriate time to drink. Yeah. What? I mean, now I laugh at that because I mean you're in you're in the service industry now I'm a bartender again yeah. um but also I come mean, in on Wednesdays <laughs> uh but the other the other difference is I mean pure and simple I don't believe that I have an addictive gene in my body I haven't had a cigarette in months now just quit doing that congrats thanks but I still love to smoke I like cigarettes I just I won't pay for them in the city to fucking pay but that's why I quit. It's not because I actually need to quit. They're almost, what, $18 a pack now? Like $18 a pack. Like $10. Like, I remember in North Carolina when they were like three fifty dollars a pack, and they went up to three seventy five. I was like, you freaking ca-. I came home to Chicago when they were $13. I and you're like, like all never right. Mind, never mind. I'll I was go like, back. I retract that. I, uh, I finished all the cigarettes that I had bought in Mexico on my cruise, and I haven't bought another pack since. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But it's – and it's purely because – I'm not going to spend that kind of money on cigarettes. It's just not worth it. I mean, if you smoke a pack a day, call it 20 bucks. Yeah, I don't, but yeah. 20 times 365. Yeah, it'd be like every two to three days I'd I'd smoke a pack. But still, like, that's that's a chunk of fucking change. 30 bucks a week. 30 bucks a week. At least. And then if I go out, fuck that. That Yeah, this is a pack a night. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, yeah, here you go. Can I have one? Can I have one? You want one too? Cool. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, but I didn't have that and so when we first started dating um i was drinking very very heavily mm-hmm. and we would drink together and at one point um he was like well i don't really actually i also did a lot of drugs and he at one point was like <laughs> sidebar i used sidebar. to do a lot of drugs um still do but that's <laughs> a side note not necessarily the same drugs um you know weed's legal here so uh, that's, mitch, that's mitch hedgeberg right there yeah i still sidebar i still do but <laughs> um i uh, at one point he yeah I miss him uh, at one point he said something to me along the lines of like I would never want the future mother of my children to be a drug addict and I was like okay cool I'm not a drug addict I mean I do drugs but I was young and a server at the time like that was what we did drank and did drugs so I uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug cocaine's a hell of a drug Rick James had that shit right um, so I quit doing drugs because I was like, okay, my life, you know, I'm, I'm starting to do different things. I went back to school. I was doing things. I was like, I don't need to do this. So I quit. And then a few months goes by and I turned to him and I was like, well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I wouldn't want the future father of my children to be an alcoholic. And he was like, wow, that's, that's tough. <laughs> tough shit. <laughs> and he never quit drinking. 
drinking. And that yeah. was just what he, and he was, and I didn't understand it because to me, I was like, well, you don't need to do this. Just stop drinking. And he could not do that. Yeah. He was an alcoholic. And that, I mean, that gets into a whole nother discussion yeah. of like diseases and different things. But so he would do these behaviors and he would, he would act up. And because I didn't want to participate in that, I didn't drink as much, not because I didn't want to, but if I drank, he so drank do you think, more. So, so, okay. Alcohol is a depressant. Yes. It puts him in a depressant state. Do you think because he was depressed, he was just seeking the attention and validation through others? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. So, yes, I agree. For sure. I agree. So when I've been cheated on, mm -hmm. I always, I always, the first thing that I look at too is what did I do wrong? As right. the person being cheated on, it's like, what did I do and what does this other person mm -hmm. offer that I'm not? I do a little bit of introspection to figure out what the hell I did wrong. Right. And sometimes it's not you. Yeah, that's true. A hundred percent. Like, true. it's not, like, just that you're not giving enough. I mean, uh, there are certain situations where, like, like somebody's going to get treated away. I'm going to be like, like, call her daddy. Just, just fucking cheat on him. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. Like it, there are just certain times where it's like, okay, either break up or just go out and cheat. I mind you, my experience, my, the most recent experience I had with somebody who was cheating on me was my son's mom. Okay. Right. I know of multiple occasions that she's cheated on me. I know I have a friend who was sleeping in the bed next to her as she was sleeping with some other dude. And she still will not admit that that happened. <laughs> she hey, like denial is, Right, and I'm like, I'm just over here. I'm like, okay. Maybe, maybe she's so fucked up that she literally doesn't think she did it. She's denied it to the point I mean, where it I, didn't happen. So the thing was, like, I wasn't cheating. I was, I was just like, okay, what do I, what do I need to do better? Like, I was working. I was in the military. I was training. She was sitting at home taking care of my son. I get off work, and then it wasn't. I figured, okay, I'm working. Her job during the day is taking care of the kid. When I get home, it's split. It's split time. You take mm -hmm. care of. Take care of our kid. No, it was I get I got to work and then I got to go home and take care of my son. Mm -hmm. And then one or two nights a week, she would take care of him. And yeah. that was it. And I so I was like, all right, I'm tired. And then on top of that, I kept hearing, well, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be with you. And then after six months of that, she's like, well, why don't you love me anymore? And I'm like, because you told me for the last six months, that you don't want don't me around. Want to be with I, I finally believed you. And now you're mad that I believed you? Make up your damn mind. Right. The reality is, like, people cheat. They do. They, they cheat. It's so simple that, these I days. I think that there are times when someone cheats, that it is just bad decision, it happens, like, there are things that can be worked through. As a whole, though, I think that a cheating behavior is a sign of something worse. There are those small, those few occasions where it is just a fuck up, drank too much, wrong situation, bad decision, you didn't want that, you want to work on things, and it can be worked out. But I think that most of the time, that is not the case. Yeah. I think that if you someone is cheating, it is a sign that things need to change in a drastic way. Yeah, I think I so I don't think I've ever cheated in a relationship. I cheated. I don't think that I have, but I know that I drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that I drink all the time. No, it's, it's not. that when I drink, I drink a lot. Yes. I don't have a drinking problem. I have a stopping oh. problem. <laughs> Yes, and I, I mean, there there are nights. There are nights where I can drink a bottle of whiskey in a few hours and be mm -hmm. fine. But then well, there are nights. Is a strong no, I, I'm drunk, but I can remember oh, everything. I got you, I got you. And then, <laughs> like, fine, and then there are times, like I think last November, I walked around the city for eight hours blacked out. Oh, yes, I remember this. I literally went out with some friends. We had a good time. Got back to my apartment. Bro broke out a bottle of whiskey. That means I'm staying home for the rest of the night. Then, then it's black. 
it's darkness. Don't remember anything. <laughs> and I came to walking around six blocks from my house, and I hadn't been seen or heard from in six hours. I don't know what happened. So I'm just saying that if I was going to end up cheating on somebody, it might be dirty. It might be that, like, I literally, like, that, that being an example, I literally could cheat on somebody and come home and have no recollection. Like, you cheated on me last night. No. No, and and actually, I, honestly, not know. And not know that I did. See, it, and I blacked out last week for the first time, maybe ever. Like, then, that in that entirely. And, and I was like, and you showed holy me your butthole. I did not show you my butthole. But you thought you did for a second. <laughs> I didn't think I might <laughs> Oh, these are the fun things you do with your true friends. Yes. Tell them that when they were like, dude, I blacked out. And you sent me your butthole. <laughs> I did what? Sorry if I, I sent what? you anything weird last <laughs> night. No, no, no. You just sent me your butthole, but that was my fault. And you just were like, what? <laughs> Why? What did, what, how was it your fault? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, these are my true friends. But, oh. no, like, so, like, in that state, I think that's the only time that I would, I would probably do it, is, is I don't, I'm not, I'm not there, like, I'm physically there, I'm not mentally there, my brain's asleep, but I'm functioning. But, I mean, even that, like, at that point in time, like, is my shit gonna work even? Like, yeah, I don't probably know. not, probably like, not. Um, so the only time that I ever cheated, uh, was it back in college? I was engaged. Ooh, very exciting to a guy who I should have broken up with two years before. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I didn't even really want, like, he was very persistent. I, I took his virginity. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he was very persistent. He was in love. I mean, like, I, I, you know, he was infatuated with me right away. And he was very, very, very nice. And but he, he didn't do those things in the bedroom that you wanted him to do. He didn't know how to do anything in the bedroom. So he, okay. But, I mean, he never had sex. Like, it wasn't even that. It was, I mean, I was young. I only had sex a couple times. It wasn't like I was the purveyor that I am now (laughs) of fine goods. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But it was just one of those things where he, he, like, pursued me. I didn't really want to date him. He lived far away. He was in college. I was back. I was still home. Do you know how many times I hear this from women, though? Like, I didn't really want to date him, but you, but you still did. I ended up dating him, right. Well, and it was just because he was very persistent and he was very nice. And so I started dating him. And then it's, you're young and dumb. I mean, I was 17, 18, 19 at this point, you know, like yeah. when we were dating. And so then it was, he asked me to marry him and I said yes. But we were like, we're going to wait till after college. So we lived together. It was just, I mean, the engagement really wasn't anything because yeah. we were never going to get married. I was, that was not what actually was going to happen. I was engaged but, once. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like just prevent a fight. Oh, <laughs> right. That's the reason you do dumb stuff. Yeah. But, you know, so, like, we we dated. And we, after we had dated for about a year and a half, something, we had a big fight, something happened. And at that point, we should have broken up. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I had, I no longer lived with my parents. They had kicked me out. So I was living with him and his family when we weren't in college. Okay. And then in college. So it was almost a stay together out of convenience because I was like, well, I can't afford yeah. my bills. I'm eight. I'm twenty, and I don't. I don't know how to do this. And like you know, like it was one of those things of just being young and dumb and not knowing what to do. So we stayed together, and things were oh fine ish, right? Yeah. Um, until some other things happened where he was an asshole to me and put me into a mental state that was pretty awful for a semester. Yeah. Where I was heavily medicated. And then, uh, you, just, and then, then you just felt the need to be like, well, Charlie. No, and then we were still together because she, I didn't want to. I didn't want to live on my own. I didn't know how to survive on my own. I was like, how am I going to be able to pay my bills? 
And it was the middle of the school semester. And this is and, like, why business in should be taught in, co- or yeah. in high school. Yeah. But it wouldn't have helped you because you were high school. My, my mom and dad. Congratulations on being homecoming queen four years in a row. Also, I'm the valid Victorian. Valid Victorian. Right here. Yeah. And I'm at my high school reunion currently. Yes, you're you're always a child school reunion. <laughs> but, wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and be like, "You are such a badass." Yeah, I am so good at this. You were number one in your high school. I was and hero riding that high horse. I am. I am. I mean, my GPA was so good. I was smart. Who calculated your GPA though? Uh, my mom. <laughs> me. <laughs> Let's be honest. I agree. And your math class. scores are fucking terrible. Well, I mean, that part was bad. Uh, so when I was 17. So I got 90. Listen, listen when I was 17, <laughs> I went and took my ACT with everyone else. Mm-hmm. I got a 28, mm-hmm. and I almost failed the math section. Wow. I got perfect scores in three categories on my ACT, not math. I took the ACT too. Yeah. Drunk. Uh, what did you score? I also forgot a calculator for the math. <laughs> well, that one, not, it almost didn't help me, and I had my A calculator. 22. Okay. Right. So I got a 28. 36 is perfect. Yeah. I got a 28, and I was like, fuck this, and I went to college. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I mean, right now, right now, if I had a kid that was a sophomore or junior in high school, I would t- tell them to go take the... Uh, Get their get their GED and just start doing school because it's the same. Same It's the same thing. Well, and I lucked out that the area that I lived in was a very big homeschooling community, so I was able to actually like start college like courses while I was still in high school and different things. So I transitioned, and I'm very social. And most people, when I tell them that I was homeschooled, they're like shocked because they're like, yeah, but these are other homeschooled people that were also homeschooled, obviously, and but they're also social as well. No, a lot of them are not. Oh, well, I've, I've experienced this. This is the, the, the experience that I've had with homeschooled people is similar to you. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. No, I'm considering how I grew up in my family being very conservative and like all those things. I'm fairly normal. Like most okay. people would not know that I grew up in a super conservative religious household and that I yeah. was homeschooled for high school and I'm one of seven kids. And, I didn't know. know you were one of seven. I am one of seven. Yeah, you know. Still number one in your class. I know. <laughs> Oh. But so anyway, what had happened with my ex, we uh I'm pretty sure there were some things going on with him that was just that we were not meant to be together. Yeah. And so he and I didn't have sex for um over a year probably. He would prefer a hand job to having sex or a blow job. Um Yeah. You I'm just what? What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think there was a lot of other things that a, I don't. That's a serious porn addiction right there. Oh, he had one of those too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um. But and the, I mean, more power to you. Watch don't look at me. Porn. Don't look at me. Yeah. I'm gonna stand on this side of the corner. Yeah. You just reach around. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. So I used to go to the bar. He worked at the bar. Okay. And so I would just sit at the bar and like drink sodas and hang out a lot of times because otherwise, I mean, he wouldn't get home till like three in the morning anyway. And one of the bartenders at his job was engaged to a girl who had decided to get born again saved and wanted to save it till they were married now. And so he was never having sex. So we would bitch all the time about our significant others. And he and I would have sex. I never had sex with him in a bed. We always had sex in a car or like outside. It doesn't and count if it's not in a, in a bed. It's it not doesn't a bed. count. Yeah. But I don't even know if I know if I could tell you his full name anymore. And it was never, like... I, I mean, that's, like... I don't even know I, if I knew his first name then. I think he went by his last name. Anyway, I... There's a lot. We had sex with each other, but there was no relationship. Literally, we would, like, text each other and be like, 
hey, you want to get laid? Yeah, go get laid and then leave. Okay, so, so I did cheat on him, yeah. and I should have just broken up with but, him. But so it wasn't a relationship. It, it wasn't was, an emotional cheat. It was cheating. literally like, you, I wanted. You could to get emotionally laid. cheat, and you yes. could physically cheat. You were emotionally attached and financially attached to this guy, but you were just like, I, I need dick. dick. <laughs> and you're like, he's not giving it to me. I'm I'm sorry, but and he, he wouldn't give it to like, me. Like, a, it wasn't a hand even job. Like, a hand job isn't getting you off. No. No. So no. you were sitting there playing the piano. You were. I, regular Mozart over here oh, I was composing very, all sorts very of shit. Very good, very good with my hands. But I mean, like, yeah, no, like that's like I've I've been in relationships where it's like I don't like I didn't want to have sex with the other person. Right. The end of our relationship, uh-huh. it was it was literally a chore quarterly. Well, and there are for sure points where like your emotional state, your oh, whether you're I depressed knew, or not, I knew whether that she you're... cheated on me, she yeah. wouldn't admit it. Uh, she always, I, who wants to come home and be treated like an employee? And then or, take care or, of it yeah. and not get any time off. And then as always complaining about how hard it was and everything like that. She cheated me multiple times. Well, multiple think, times. And she accused me yeah. of cheating. Guilty heart is what, what yeah. I knew. I was like, she. I would come home from work four minutes later than, than my normal time. And she'd be like, where were you? And I'm like, give me more credit than four fucking minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just give me more credit than that. Because if I'm going to enjoy it, I'm going to take my time. Unlike with you. <laughs> Also, four minutes right outside the door before yeah. I came in. I was just banging yeah. this bitch outside yeah. next to the like wall. Like, hollowing it out. <laughs> like, right back there. No, like, it's, I mean, give me some more credit. I, as as a man, like, okay, I understand, like, okay, if I'm going to cheat on somebody, like, okay, I have to do these things. Like, well, I have, I have to be in the right mindset. to a certain extent is, is a I, plan. It's I a wanted point. to cheat on her. <laughs> I wanted to cheat on her so bad. So freaking bad. It was, it was 20, I think it was 2012. Marine Corps ball was going to be in Vegas that year. You just, were like, Ooh. Just moved her to North Carolina because she wanted to get a job because she couldn't look for a job in California. And she, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to fucking finally do it. I'm going to finally do it. I'm going to cheat on her. I'm going to go to Vegas, find some random girl. I'm going to be dressed in my blues, looking all good. Yeah. And then she broke up with me the night before. And I just started drinking. And I was like, why are you so upset? And I was like, because I don't get to cheat on her. <laughs> I get to Vegas. This is going to be my vengeance. I get to Vegas, and I have never consumed more alcohol in a 36-hour time frame. Vegas will do ever. that to you. Because I, I drank 30 beers the night before, and the entire drive to Vegas I was drinking. We got pulled over. Cop was really nice. The driver was off, sober. Wow. Ish. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Uh, he... He wasn't 60 beers in. Yeah, he wasn't... No, no, I was in the back with the cooler and just looking at it being like, oh, you guys are fucked when you get there. (laughs) There's not gonna be any beer. But, but, so we got busted with open container because we were on the road throwing them out the back and they would go into the bed of his truck. So we got busted for open container. And he's he's sitting there, my buddy's sitting there flirting with the fucking state trooper. He's like, you wanna come to the Marine Corps Ball with us in Vegas tomorrow? (laughs) She's like, I have to work, but I would not. (laughs) She's like, I'm just gonna. She's like, good try, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you with an open container rather than, you know, anything Intoxication else. Intoxication. Yeah, it's just, it was a seventy-five dollar ticket, whatever. And then we go and we drink, and my buddies are all looking at me like, like you're not gonna hang, you're not gonna hang. Well, you are the king of power naps. I have to. I didn't that. sleep either. We get How? to the we I, we get to the hotel. You're young. Yeah, that was young. We get to the hotel. There was these two Irish girls that were in in Vegas, and they were like, "I I bet you cannot, or we can out drink you." I put them to bed, and then, (laughs) and and that was it. Like the best part is he doesn't even use illicit drugs. He's like, he's just an alcoholic. Yeah, 
He's Irish. <laughs> and then, and then, so my buddies are like, he was trying, like, they were trying to help me get laid because I wanted. Yes. And so th- then there was this girl who came up. She was from, she was from Chicago. She was three drinks in. It was midnight. She, we eventually go over to a table and we start gambling. She hands me money. I start gambling. I start making her money. Then she dips off and her mom, they were down there for a wedding. Her mom comes down. I'm like, where'd your daughter go? And she's like, I don't know. Well, I'm like, this is her three grand in front of me. Here you go. Yeah. And then I walk and it's Vegas. I walk out of the casino. I don't have a watch on. There's no clocks in there. My cell phone had died hours before. And I look up and I'm just like, oh, and it wasn't early morning. No, it was noon. No, it was noon. It was 10 a.m. I walk across the street to the hotel where everybody else that I had out drank was sleeping and nobody, nobody wakes up. They sent people looking for me like it, like they looked for me. And then I finally take a cab back to the hotel where I'm at. And I'm like, look, my buddy's staying here. It was the rooms in his name. I don't know what. I don't, where, know where I'm I don't know where it is. I don't have a key. Can you help me? And they're like, all right, we're going to get security to escort you up to the room. I said, I said, look, we're going to go in the door. There's going to be a bag here, bag here, bag here, blah, blah, blah. Told them. And they let me in. And then two hours later, this dude comes in. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Yeah. No. So Vegas was the only time I was going to cheat on somebody. I didn't get a chance to. Because even that night, I was like, I I was like, I was like, no, I'm single. I can be picky now. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I I screwed myself. You really have to do better. The best I ever did was 12. In 14 days in Vegas. 12, 12 dudes? Mm-hmm. God, you're a hoe. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never still to this day had an STD. I, I didn't do that in Vegas, and I haven't been to Vegas single. Well, I, well I guess I guess I have been to Vegas single. <laughs> you just uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, let's be well, honest. that was that was that was working my Tinder. I I pro- the Tinder wasn't even around then. Yeah, I probably cool. drank 150 beers in 36 hours. This was this was in the days at that house. We called it the Ratchet House. We would all there's three of us that lived there, and we would all come back with a fifth and a thirty rack. And by Saturday afternoon, it was gone, and we were doing a beer run. We did hood rat things with our hood rat friends. Um, <laughs> Those are my favorite weekends. But I mean, the the reality is how many Edward Forty hands? I wasn't an Ed, Edward Forty hands player. I was uh, uh, the staff game where you you take a beer, you, and as soon as you're done with it, you duct tape another one on top of it. Oh. I. One Saturday afternoon, I decided to play that game by myself, and my my one roommate's wife, she came out, and she tried to play, like, hers was, like, four beers. I have a picture of me, and I, I had to use a broom to hold the end up, because you have to drink from the can from on the, top, yeah. and it's just like, yep, I think I drank, I think I drank 25 beers that afternoon, and then I was like, I don't want to do a beer run tomorrow morning, so, so I'll, save these, last I'll save these for tomorrow morning before I do the beer run. Smart thinking. That yeah, Marine Corps. I, I was a professional drinker. Yeah, like that was that was the military. I also think that most people don't realize that like it's my piece of advice that I give to everyone: if you are not happy with you, you cannot be happy with another person. You can't fill that hole with another person. And I think a lot of people have to be in a relationship. They want to be in a relationship. They want to be happy, so they fill it with another person. Yes. Which leads to unhappy relationships, which doesn't always lead it's, to cheating. It's because they, they believe that the void is caused by the lack of another person. By not person. having another person. And I you to, have to be okay being single. I used to always say that you should not date until you think your life is so awesome, you're an asshole for not sharing it with somebody. Yeah. That's That was my, the best advice I had. And you know what? At, at, at certain points, like I went back into dating because I was on a high. 
for a long time. Like my life was great. And I was like, it might be the time to start doing that. Whereas for months before that and months following that, I was all right. I pushed off dating until this, this one time, like, well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until I do this. I'm going to wait until I do this. It's going to be too hard. I'd come up with excuses why, why I shouldn't have been dating. But I mean, that's true. If you, if you can't be happy with yourself alone, you should not be trying to be happy with someone else because at the end of the day, they can't solve your relationship with you. Correct. And I think a lot of people end up cheating because of even that basic reason, because they shouldn't be in a relationship. No. And so they're not doing what they should be yeah, doing. Yeah, agree. Now, what about like the rise in like poly relationships? I know a few people that have poly relationships that actually work. It's um, three people. Well, that's because uh, also, I think that's a totally normal thing in life. We come from this now, like you have to think about the fact that like how much of that same, like you need that two and a half kids, get married, have a house in the suburbs, blah, 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 your job, all that stuff is from this mentality that we have been taught for years and years, which is a somewhat, you know, Christian upbringing. I mean, yeah, this the, is your, your normal. This is what is the American norm. America blah, was blah, founded blah. on Judeo-Christian values. Right. So it's this thought process that that's what it's supposed to be. I, after my ex and I split, which when my ex and I split, we had been together 10 and a half years. So we were essentially married. Mm-hmm. We were not actually married. Illinois common law. Illinois, Illinois, Illinois doesn't, doesn't have, common, have common, law. common law. But we would have been common law married in Illinois. Yeah. So when we split up, it was a divorce in all essence. Minus it the legal part. Minus any legal rights to anything. Yes, that, that part kind of sucked for me. Um, there were things that I could have gotten <laughs> yeah. that I didn't, and it wasn't worth trying to fight for. And in all honesty, I have been so much happier. But it was also, at that point, this was the guy who he tried to cheat on me over and over and over and over again. I did finally break up with him for catching him. And I was like, I told you if you did this again, I was done. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the right choice. I am 100% happier. But it also gave me a thought process in able to look at what I actually wanted. Yeah. And I'm not a saying... A friendship with me. Because if you were still with him, you'd never have met him. That Well, that too. <laughs> As a whole, I would have never realized that, in all honesty, I don't think we ever would have worked. But we might have worked if we had been honest about what each other wanted. Yeah. I now think about relationships and I don't want them. I am, and I've had a couple people tell me that I am the best single person they've ever met. Like that I, I am the epitome of what you should want to, I could have a relationship now because I'm completely happy on my own. So I does, like this, being single. does this also make you like the best side, side girl? Probably. I may have never cheated on anyone. Yes. But I've had plenty of people cheat with me. <laughs> okay. There's a reason for that. Because you're the easy side piece. Uh, and because, oh, my marriage. Don't talk about your fucking marriage to me. I'm walking away. Yeah. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Complain to your husband about me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. Yeah. So I think my ideal relationship now. Yes, I'm an asshole. No, I mean, well, aren't we? I'm an asshole. I literally, there, no, there, there I literally a... got a text from a guy that I've gone on now two dates with over the last few uh, months or so, who messaged me because I don't respond very often, and said another five days have gone by and you haven't said anything. Which, by the way, I was working all of those five. Is, well, days. is this guy in a relationship? No, okay, he's not. But he was like, "You're kind of a douche." <laughs> That's the text I got. Yeah. And I was like. I'm a total douche. Also, 
I've been working for five days. Sorry that having a job yeah. means that. No, I'm like, you know, I, like so my my thing is like you're when you cheated, I was the guy that was just the physical piece. Like, yeah. Like I was that temporary escape from whatever, and it was just like it was it was enjoyable because it was fun. It was a fling. They could be they could do whatever they wanted, say whatever they wanted without judgment, and that's yeah. kind of why I don't judge people now. It's like okay, cool. You're not happy sometimes, like in the the, the post post nut clarity is what they. <laughs> they it, I would sit there and I would I'd be like, wow, I'm an asshole. But then other times I'm like, I I just had sex. I didn't emotionally cheat. I didn't emotionally Yeah, sure, we had conversations, but they were they were friends. And all of these all of these women yeah. I am still friends with. Yeah. They've they've gone on to move into better relationships. Yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe it's because I like therapist them yeah, at somewhat. some point. Like well, I had I had a guy, uh, it was actually my first Tinder hookup after my ex and I split up. He and I messed around for a good six or seven months, probably off and on, right? About halfway through that, no, less than uh, five months in, say, mm-hmm. found out he had a girlfriend and probably did most of the time. Okay. I My guess is that they were probably seeing each other. She thought they were exclusive. He did not for most it's of a that It's very time. common thing. For most of that yeah. time. Um, at a certain point, though, it was for sure that they were dating yeah. and I was the side piece that he was hiding, okay. which I'm sure she found my hair in that apartment. Like, was they it, didn't live together. Was it, it like blue? It wasn't blue then, it was red. Okay. But yeah, he, uh, at one point when I found out, I got him to admit it and mm-hmm. I was like, why wouldn't you tell me that? Yeah. Because it's not necessarily that I care. I did. But it was mostly that it's my decision to make it. If I'm going to be a side hustle, I want to know that I'm the side hustle. It doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily say yes or no. I mean, and, and, but it also emotionally protects you because... What happens if this girl shows up at my fucking house? Well, and I, I mean, that's physically protecting you. Yeah, well. But I mean, like, emotionally, it's like you could eventually have, you know, caught feelings. Caught feelings yeah. And then, I mean, then I it's, yeah, yeah, but then it's a matter of he's got to make that decision and right. make that choice. Exactly. Like, well, and so at that point, what it was for me was I made zero effort into this. It doesn't mean that we quit sleeping together. We slept together a few more times. Yeah. Not not very many after that. But I refuse to then drive to his house anymore. I'm not driving 40 minutes out of my way to come get laid, mm-hmm. even if he had like good dick good dick, so, man but the last time that we hooked up he came over to my place we hooked up and he was talking about something oh because he would we would talk about his girlfriend then sometimes yeah. and i was like i mean i don't really want to talk about your girlfriend but he's like it's not it's not that i don't love her it's just like she doesn't give head like you do and i was like but if you're not getting what you want you're not being honest yeah and if you want different head and she can't do that then you and you're going somewhere else for it that's fucked up Without letting her know. And I think that people should be more honest. Maybe, I don't think maybe most he, people can Do you think he it. should have introduced you two so you could give her lessons? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean I, you the, probably you probably have been like, so, listen to me. Listen the here. The biggest lesson that I can tell you about blowjobs, ladies, is if you don't enjoy it, you're never going to be good at it. I mean, straight from the mouth. <laughs> so in that, here's a question. If you find out that you are that side piece... Do you think it is right to inform the other woman? Sometimes. Okay. It's a very tough thing because I've been the person who was cheated on and it was devastating, which is why I think that it should always be an informed decision for the person who is the side piece. If you find out that the person that you're seeing, and the, the, the part that's the most frustrating for me at this point in my life is 
I am not trying to date any of these people. I 100% tell people that I am like seeing, I don't want to date you. Most of them, I don't want to know your last name. I don't want to meet your mom. This yeah. is not going to turn into something. I would love to have a few people that I can have sex with when I want to and not call them that. Okay. So like for clarification, yes. the fact is when I said that I've had these, these women have cheated on their significant others with me, most of the time their relationship was near the end. Right. Like it had just gotten to that point where they were like, but they hadn't figured out for sure what they wanted yeah. to do yet. They weren't sure. All they of them. To break up. I, you know what? I, I can say this. I am good luck, Chuck. <laughs> and then all of the women that have done that have ended their marriages. I don't know. Maybe emotionally in the beginning of a relationship, like, like I don't know. Maybe I don't provide what they need. So women are like, I'm out. Yeah. But then at the end of the relationship, I provide that good dick. And they're just like, I'm out. <laughs> like, there are better things out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, just I've had. 17 relationships, 18 and counting, that have turned into that person marrying the next person. I don't know if I've ever seen since, since high school, it's literally been, if you go to one of the first two guys, it is 100% of the women I have spent three months or longer with, next guy or the second guy. Wow. I don't know that I keep up with everybody. I only have two that are, are pending. Oh, okay. I don't think either of those are going to end in marriage. So I, I'm hoping I broke my streak. Oh, okay. I'm hoping it just knocked it out of it. Good for you. Rattled it out. But, I mean, I guess I'm fully aware of what I was doing. But these women were approaching me. It's not like I was sliding into their DMs being like, right. hey, baby, remember me? Let's go do this. No, right. they would come to me, have a conversation with me, and I would just be openly having a conversation with them. Yeah. And it, maybe it's the fact that they wanted to have an on, honest conversation with somebody. And, and it could and, be. And I, I, I can, I'm certainly a conversationalist. I, I, you are? I enjoy having conversations with people. I enjoy helping people and helping them realize you're not happy. If they have kids, it's like, okay, what the hell? Why would you stay together in a marriage if you're unhappy? I would rather grow up in a household as a child with one happy parent than two miserable parents. Correct. That's, that's my opinion on it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair because there are definitely... The other thing is kids know. Yeah. They're going to know when they're not happy. Like, kids know that something is wrong. And I know somebody that he and his wife have been on the outs for I don't even know how long. Yeah. It's obvious that it's just not working. They sleep in separate bedrooms. And they still, he's like, well, we're just not going to get divorced because of the kids. And I was like, your kids are in high school and junior high. They know. I know somebody in the exact same situation. I was like, you guys just are great just leave. I mean, even break, even if you get divorced and still live in the same house, and so, if you guys can co-parent the way you do now. Yeah, just be open. Just be the, open. Same thing, be open. I think that, that's probably the biggest key in all relationships is open conversation. I think it's true. Is, is like, look, I'm, I'm going to say something. It might hurt you, but if I don't say it, it's going to hurt me. Well, and I think so many people don't realize there are ways to say things that are less hurtful. When you need to have an open conversation with somebody, mm. talk to them in I statements, not you statements, you know, tell them why this is affecting you and how they're being, you know, like without being accusatory, without being mean, yeah. and just tell them and let them know. I, I do it in all kinds of things in life. I'm a very open, direct person. And when you something, are. I am, when something's bothering me, I don't wait until it festers and yeah. blows up, I'll just be direct and go up to somebody and say, hey, just so you know, this is really bothering me. This behavior or this thing that you did upset me. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to let you know that's why I'm being an asshole to you. Cool. I'll talk to you later. 
And, and then I'm done with it. And I go home and I sleep like a motherfucking baby. And I got what I needed to off my chest. And it's it, that in relationships, I think, is so important. Any type of so relationship. Friendships. Every relationship, every relationship is, got, is based on communication. If but I no think when it comes to relationships of a emotional and sexual nature where you're in a, in a very deep relationship yeah. with somebody, the thing that people are always so worried about is hurting the other person's feelings. Yes. Like, say you were, I mean, if that guy who I had been screwing around with went to his girlfriend and said, your blowjobs suck, and so I'm going to this other girl to get blowjobs, first of all, that's not how you do it. But that could crush someone. <laughs> we could get into the how you do it later. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I statements, not you state. No, I'm just, I, I don't know that there's a great way to do it, but. <laughs> you don't need how, how to break to a girl. Your mouth game is weak. <laughs> weak, bitch. Weak. But the truth of the matter is, if you can't be honest with that person about what, and sometimes it's about what you need. Sometimes it's something they're doing. Sometimes it's, you know, if you can't tell someone, hey, so I love you to death and I enjoy being with you and we have a great time, but occasionally I like to suck on toes and you're not into toes. Can I go suck on somebody else's toes every once in a while with your permission? Maybe you'll save that relationship. I thought this would be a great place to end the episode. Leave you guys hanging because this conversation continues. So stay tuned for the next episode because I know you'll enjoy that one where we discuss kinks. Kinks.